This is Afterbirth, the fourth and more postpartum support group brought to you by Preggers Can Be Choosers. In this podcast, we offer peer-to-peer support, not paid psychotherapy. We try to offer support and personal experiences over solutions. If you find yourself in need of more support, the Postpartum Support International, or PSI, warm line is 1-800-944-4773. You can also send a text message to 503-894-9453. English and Spanish options are available. If you'd like to join our conversation live, we meet every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Central Time. Need a reminder? You can sign up for text alerts at www.preggers.rock. Lastly, if you find this podcast helpful, please consider sponsoring this group for 99 cents a month. And don't forget to share this podcast with friends and family who may find it helpful too. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm so excited to see your face. (laughs) <laughs> it's been a long time since we've seen your face. Yeah. Great hair, beautiful face. <laughs> Love it. Oh, thank you. How you doing, Bev? I know you're having a hell of a time. Um, I'm today I'm doing a lot better than I have been but up until today I've been like really not okay and um I don't know there's just so much so much going on and all at once well let's check in with mama d if she's really there this is how I do therapy a lot by the way I look at people's ceiling fans so Mama D needs to hook us up with a ceiling fan so I can give her like an A plus, you know, B minus. There's so. a recessed light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say that's like a D on my fan scale. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I think we should go around and introduce ourselves. And so that way that's consistent with the recording and then Rowan did give me some topics to talk about, so um, that are appropriate, I suppose. So I'll go first. I'm Dr. Blythe Two Sisters. I am a co-owner of the Birth Center Progress Can Be Choosers. And right now, what we have going on in our life is that I moved completely virtual last week. I was already about 50-50 virtual, um, probably since like 2011, been doing this virtual situation. And we're 100% virtual and are in the process of relocating our office office from the medical center museum district um, to the North Houston Birth Center. So we are moving next Saturday or this coming Saturday if that is in fact still allowed to happen. We are acting as if so. All right who else wants to oh and I guess the thing is we're just um, hunkered down and being together and kind of being on each other's dress like policing each other a little bit so like Rowan wanted to go one more place yesterday I was like absolutely not absolutely not 
no. So like really looking at how often do we need to leave the house? And because we are moving, it's like, okay, we can go this place and that's it. We can go this place and that's it. Like, no, no, no. Um, and we're doing uh, people's laundries around. So because I have friends who live in apartments and they don't have, they can't go to the washeteri, they don't feel good about it. So I'm like, okay, just drop it off on the porch. I'll start it and then I'll put it back out there and text you when it's ready. So um, just trying to help out as much as we can. I feel like a mom, you know, doing all these people's laundries. So, okay, that's it. Next. Hey, I'm Caitlin. Um, I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old uh, who are both home from school. Um, they technically could still go because the private school that we send them to is a licensed daycare facility, but we don't feel good about that. So um, especially because they are staying open specifically because they know what everyone does and they have a lot of uh, essential personnel. Um, and I know that I see a lot of people in scrubs coming in and out. And, so we just don't feel good about that. So they are staying home for the time being. And while they are sending work home, um, it's a Montessori school, which is all hands-on stuff. So it's not exactly even the type of learning that they're used to doing. So it's um, proving challenging. My husband is uh, working from home as well, which is really hard for where we live because we don't have good internet. Um, we have to hotspot our phones to use our internet at all. Um, so that makes it really challenging. And because he's in oil and gas, that industry's getting pummeled um, in the stock market, which means that his company um, is likely to do layoffs um, just because that's the status quo, right? So we are um, completely stressed out on whether or not he will have a job. Um, I know we aren't at that point that he doesn't have one, but if he gets laid off, it wouldn't be a temporary thing. It would be a until the oil industry comes back and people start hiring. Um, so we're, we're both really stressed about that and trying to go down to a bare bones budget already, just in case, um, to sock away as much cash as we can and we're scared. Um, and so I'm just not doing good. All my anxiety is through the roof. Um, and we're limiting where we are going and all of those things, but it's just, I'm also not doing great. Like I'm, I'm losing my mind. So a little bit. I don't really have to see all your faces. <laughs> really missed you last week. Hey, I'm Bev or Beverly. Um, I'm a mom of four. I have a eight-year-old, seven-year-old, five-year-old, and five-month-old. Um, all out of school until further notice, probably till next year. Um, so I'm currently trying to decide if I'm going to go through with the online learning that they have set up for them or if I'm going to withdraw them and do school my way because I don't like following rules or regulations. So I'm going to have a hard time probably more than they will. Um, looks like I'll probably be doing homeschool. Um, Besides that, my boyfriend is out of work for right now, and um, and we have lice, so that's what's going on. And I'm have pretty much been having a nervous breakdown every day. Um, I said earlier, like I feel a little bit better today. I'm not sure why, but like every 
moment, I'm basically like having anxiety about something, whether it's the school or um, just having enough stuff to do for my kids or money or sickness, um, just everything going on right now is just, I hate it. And I'm, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to say. Hi, I'm Tiffany. I am a stay-at-home mom of two girls. Um, Lily is five and out of school right now, and Willow is four. And my husband is a teacher, so he's also at home. Um, we are lucky enough that he is contracted, so he's still being paid. Um, but we are waiting to hear from his school district, our school district, I guess, the Maryland governor, to find out if the school cancel cancellation is going to be extended. Um, we both have a feeling it will be. We just don't know how long. Um, and, you know, anxiety, tension is high here too because the girls want to play with their friends and, you know, go out to eat. And, you know, they, even within the first few days have noticed, why can't we go into the grocery store? Like, you know, these are just like unnecessary things. So um, there's lots of questions from them. Um, and sometimes I try to, you know, turn off the constant barrage of news and information and this is what's happening and um, it can be hard because my husband likes to stay in the know. Um, we've been trying to get outside as a way to, um, you know, release that stress, but yesterday it was rainy and we stayed inside all day and it was a really hard, long day. Um, so yeah, that's where we're at. Hey, I am Mama D. I have three kids, four and a half, two and a half, and a nine month old, and I'm pregnant. Um, it's been, I think I'm kind of like where Caitlin is, where I'm definitely like last week I slept awful. I don't know if it's just because of pregnancy, you know, I'm at that like six month going on seven month mark, and I just don't sleep good anymore. And um, I've been having coronavirus dreams, <laughs> just like random shit dreams. Um, and so I'm not sleeping good with that. And, um, but you know, my husband's job last week laid off like over 250 people and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> uh, so every day I'm kind of wondering if my husband's going to come back home saying he's lost his job or not. Um, but Right now, I think like we're a little pissed off at this company because they've decided to put like half of this. It's not ready yet, honey. We made banana. We made banana bread. The kids can smell it, but they. Uh, it's not ready yet. It's not ready yet. Yeah, it's not ready yet. And so, anyways, they put like half the staff 
um, for to do virtual work and my husband can do that from home, but they decided like that he would not be part of that staff that went home. And so that really sucked and kind of pissed me off for selfish reasons because I want him here to help me with the kids, you know. Um, and even if he was working here, he wouldn't be helping me with the kids. So it's kind of like, well, Adila, he'd be in the office, you know, doing his work. And, but it would just be nice, you know, to have like another human or another, not another human, but another adult around that you can talk to, you know, because <laughs> yeah, social distancing is like, is tough on us. Can't see friends, all that stuff. And um, we did start homeschool or the online work yesterday, uh, which went all right. Not as bad as I thought it would be my daughter's in pre-k so it's not like you know we're doing a lot of crazy stuff or big things it's more of just like let's find fun things to do so that she can learn you know her math and practice her letters and sounds and rhymes and so I can kind of like fit that in through the day randomly um and yeah and I guess now Harris County has that new shelter or they're not, they're not calling it like a shelter order, but it's kind of like that basically, right? Um, and my husband works in Fort Bend, and so I messaged him, and I was like, hey, there's, you know, they're telling people, like, you can't go out to work unless you are medical, or, you know, it's one of the essentials, and he's like, yeah, but my office is in Fort Bend, and they're not counting that. I was like, wow. So, that's where I'm at. Hi, I'm Martha. I am a mother of a two-year-old and uh, primarily stay at home. Um, both my husband and I have lost work indefinitely because we work for the theater systems and we are both on unemployment and if any of you have ever had to, well, if you, if any of you have had to get on unemployment or know someone who has tried recently it is a bitch the um the website is crazy it's hard to get in the phone is like we can't take your call because of the high volume so it took like a couple days for my husband to actually get through um we had to take out of our retirement, which when we found out what was left, it was like 40% of what we had. So 60% gone. And so that was a hard blow. Um, we are trying to stay sane by doing home projects and craft projects with the kiddo trying to get outside as much as we can, trying to eat as healthy as we can. We have gone to some sort of grocery store every two to three days in the past week just to pile, pile up and stock up on whatever we can. And uh, my husband is also like Mama D's. Um, he always wants to know the latest information and um i'm always like give me the short version <laughs> don't give me extra stuff i can't handle but um like many of you who suffer with depression and anxiety this is 
really, really rough time because we don't know when the end is in sight. So that's about it for me. Hey guys. Um, oh, look, such an interesting view of this house. So, um, yeah, we're all here, right? Um, how I'm doing fine personally. I think my Gen X um, upbringing, like, just really had me uh, prepared for this. And you can see I have like the worst psoriasis on my hand and my eyes. So clearly, I'm a big fat liar about how well I'm doing because that only happens during stress. <laughs> So, um, yeah, as my eye flakes off in front of you, sorry, <laughs> so sexy. <laughs> Maybe next week we can, like, get cute for each other or something. I you know I can abrade my eye or something. I don't know. Um, but I feel okay. I, um, I was talking to my daughter, who's about um, 29, and I was asking her how she was doing, and she said that she um, was feeling okay. And I was like, oh, okay, and that's because I did such a good job of being your parent and getting you ready for death and that this is going to be fine. And like, that's how it is. And she's like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. You know, <laughs> um, that no, that's not what happened there, Rowan. So um, I think uh, that sometimes I'm fine and that sometimes I'm not. And then I have a friend, a partner who is really sick with this. And um, I'm the side, um, what is it that I would say? I'm the side drizzle. I'm the side chick. And so I don't always get a lot of information coming one way because when I start asking how things are going, that's when she distances herself significantly. And she's really sick with this and, um, and is also a public figure. So, um, you know, like this is real. Cause sometimes it's like, you know, maybe all these folks who have hoaxes or like, this is a hoax or whatever. I'm like, okay, well, where are we seeing this? And I'm like, oh no, we are seeing this and people are really sick. And um, I'm concerned with how like government is handling things. So. Um, but each day I show up and I have a schedule and here we are and trying to be really present and available for folks who might need the extra support and here we are. So yeah, I'm doing great as my eye flakes off. I guess that's pretty much it, you know, here we are. When, uh, Rowan and I were talking about what do we want to talk about today, um, we were talking about like the different, see, I'm still seeing people, right? So I, I hear like I have this container and it's just getting bigger and bigger and expanding to hold people's stuff. And Rowan and I were talking about, she's like, I feel okay. Like we're Gen Xers, like we're ready. She's like, I'm going to make some shit out of this eraser head over here and add, you know, a tea leaf and we're good. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, I'm doing good most of the time, except for after I see people. Right. So I um, am seeing people, you know, in a compact version. And at the end, I'm like, Ugh, and so I have to reset myself, which is a good thing to do when we think about the news that's coming at us. We're talking with a concerned mother or mother in law, like how to reset ourselves to go back to our baseline. And we were talking about the schedule. So a lot of my patients are talking about like, if I don't teach my kid and stay on this thing and we don't read at, you know, at 930 and then we have to read chapter two and six and then, and if I don't do this, you know, my kid's not going to go to college. And I'm like, your kid is six. Like, it's okay. Well, let's just come back. Today is, you know, March 24th, 2020. <laughs> your kid is six. You know, they're not applying to colleges right now. And we know that everything 
that we understand it in the past will no longer. You know, um, in birth, we talk about how people, when they have the baby, their life is different. And their partners or people might be, I just want them to go back to how they were before. That person has transitioned. That person no longer exists. So we're getting ready for this kind of Anana's journey where right now hell is breaking loose. We are headed into the underworld to retrieve our soul or our, our love or our existence, whatever. And then when we start coming out of the underworld as Anana in our journey, everything will be different and we will decide to bring things back into our life or not. We will have a new way to evaluate things, right? So we're getting a new litmus, if you will, um, which is very painful. When I think about what Anana went through and to, to retrieve her sister, I'm like, oh my God, most of us probably couldn't do it. Um, so thinking about the schedule and the rigidity. So if we remove the rigidity from the idea of a schedule of like, if I don't do this and this, my kid's not gonna go to college. We just go eh, 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 erase, erase, erase. Like when I learned sign language, erase, erase, just kidding. Um, but the schedule is good to keep us busy and to kind of know like, oh, it's one o'clock. Shit, I didn't eat. Okay. You know, the to kind of plan the anchors, right? What are the anchors of the day? Meal time, right? What does it take to feed everybody and keep everybody like whatevs? And then fitness, right? So I'm telling people like, okay, how are you moving your body? So like, what are you putting in your body? How are you moving your body? And then how are you staying connected? And so it's like, if those are your anchors on your schedule, that is what you want to build your schedule around. Not like, will my kid be able to read at a, you know, graduating level? Who the fuck cares right now? So if we just kind of back real simple, I just wanted to kind of idea bounce on ways that you could have social connection without being in contact with another person and then how do you do that also for your kids like your schedule might look differently than your children's right like kind of having a global family schedule and then personal goals within your schedule right so Rowan um I don't really get this reference but she said like someplace between Lord of the Flies and like the the bell is going to ring in like five minutes you know five till the hour so like you know having these you know, and those are extremes. So in fancy doctoral school, we talked about the gray area, not the black or white. So looking for the middle um, and Rowan saying like creating normalcy. So that way you just kind of know, oh, it's 1030. This is what we do every day right now. Um, and you can change it and modify it as we get new information, but like just creating something and then saying, I'm going to try this this week. Um, and you might get halfway through the week and be like, oh, that's a shit show. Let me change it. That's fine. So I just kind of wanted to, to think about like, what are the anchors and then how can you guys get, you know, um, food, fitness and connection. Um, so I'll be quiet, but that was, that's our first topic of the day as shit hits the fan. We have been on no schedule there's no consistency there's I mean yes we're eating and we're trying to get outside once a day um but like I said yesterday was rainy and we didn't have an alternative there was nothing planned um and it was cold so we didn't even like go outside on the deck or really anything um so 
even just having those few simple ideas or that cage of a schedule is helping me even right now just to like, okay, like it doesn't have to be broken down hour by hour. It just needs to have, you know, these three critical elements for the entire day. And when the girls don't get outside time, you know, that affects the whole family. Um, sometimes what happens with them can just, you know, dictate the, the feel of the day or the flow or, you know, the attitude or mood or whatever. Um, so even just hearing that is helpful and, you know, I don't have to beat myself up for not having a schedule down to the T as if, you know, she's still going to school. Um, and honestly, like having 10 days of Saturdays has kind of been nice because we don't have to answer to anyone. We don't have to go anywhere. We can do whatever we want to do. Um, sometimes the lack of a schedule is what gets us though, because it's like, I don't have anything planned or I just have to come up with an activity or a craft or baking or something at spur of the moment. And that can be a little bit frustrating too. I think um, like our key schedule are naps. <laughs> um, so like my little one, my son takes two naps and when he naps, the first nap, I try to do something like messy fun with the girls because I don't really have to worry about him getting into it or crying about it. Um, so like just now, like I put him down and we made banana bread and banana muffins and that, that's like a, a tornado going through our kitchen, which is cool. Like I'm like, all right, great. I don't have to like carry a baby or worry about him. And he's teething right now. And so he's like all about like, I just want to be on you, mom. And, um, he also got like a fever yesterday, which I kind of freaked out about, but then I was like, oh, he's, he's teething. So it's fine. He's like, all his symptoms were fine. He just had like a mild fever. But, um, and then when he goes down for his second nap of the day, I try to put both the girls down again so that I can nap and recharge because like, that's like vital to me is sleep, especially because I'm not getting good sleep right now with anxiety and pregnancy. Um, so I try to nap during that time. Um, and then when my husband comes home, he tries to do like some activities with Aya, our eldest, to kind of like just like school stuff, I guess, activities. Um, but yeah, our schedule is definitely based around the naps because that's what keeps everyone functioning. <laughs> or at least that's what keeps me functioning. We're still just figuring out our schedules because um, part of this is like my kid's school is giving us Zoom meetings that we need to attend and um, that's kind of throwing off our schedule right now is because they're placing them for us and we need to show up or not show up or whatever. Um, and we have to decide whether or not that Zoom meeting is important or not. And um, I think they're really trying to just give the kids some normalcy so that they can see their friends' faces, that they can have a lesson from their teacher, um, for my five-year-old at least, and then for my two-year-old, they're doing things like 
here's what we do in the classroom to help your your toddler with their potty training or here's what we do in the classroom to do xyz so they're trying to give us some helpful hints since we don't know how long it's going so we're trying to make those a priority but we'll see if it if they all happen you know um but i guess my other big thing is i have so much anxiety about having to go to the store that i'm eating less specifically because i want to make food last longer and i don't know if anybody else is doing that too but like i don't know that's one of the things that's going on is i'm like really worried about the kids wasting food or things like just not eating it or we're making sure to eat leftovers because i just don't want to go to the store for as long as possible and i don't know it's i'm just i'm overwhelmed with my anxiety at all points because of everything it's just everything right and then i don't know so we're still working on the schedule part we're all making sure to eat, but it's like every little thing, even just eating is giving me, giving me anxiety because if the kids don't eat it or feeling like there's waste or, I don't know. So I don't know how to combat, I guess, that portion of it either because it's stress and anxiety inducing having to think about having to go to the store sooner for things. See, I'm the opposite. I'm eating a lot now that I'm inside, like a lot. And my mother was joking around with me because she was like, you're wearing your pajamas. Like, uh, do your pants still fit? And I was kind of like, uh, I'm pregnant. So they're always going to fit because they stretch out. So it doesn't matter. But I am snacking a lot. Like I'm eating the kids' snack and I normally don't like eat their snacks. And yeah, that's... I don't know. It's not good. I'm seeing my midwife tomorrow, and I'm pretty sure she's going to ask me to get on the scale. <laughs> so I'm excited to see that number, y'all. <laughs> so we are also not on a schedule at all over here. Um, like every day has been different. And we're having a really hard time getting outside because I feel like the weather is either shitty or the pollen is high and my oldest has really bad allergies to the point where she will break out in hives if the pollen is high um which means i haven't been outside much they haven't i mean they'll go outside every once in a while to swing or maybe doing do some arts and crafts um but we've been inside like way too much and i think it's definitely taking a toll on everyone um, I'm in, I'm in a mom group on Facebook and someone posted about, Hey, so what does everyone's schedule look like? And people were like posting pictures of like 8am this, 930 this, 10 o'clock this. And I was like, Oh my God, like, are people really doing that right now? Cause I cannot like, <laughs> that is nowhere near what's going on here. And so it kind of brought me to like this bad place in my mind for a little while. And then I had to just tell myself like, I'm doing okay. Like we're doing okay. Everyone's alive. Everyone's eating. Um, but I think it's just like, what's giving me the most anxiety is not just that we don't have normal right now, but not knowing like that, not knowing when normal is going to come back or if it's ever going to come back or you know like what is life going to look like in a year from now like I don't know 
you know, so it's just, um, I think especially with the schooling thing, like I said, I'm seriously considering pulling them out of school and doing things my way because I feel like that will be actually less anxiety for me and for them. Um, cause I really, the last thing that I want to do is put my anxiety on my kids and everyone's saying, well, the, the learning that they're doing on the computers, it's just like maybe three hours of work on the computer for them. But I'm like, okay, we have one computer and I have three kids that need to do school. So that's nine hours on the computer helping a kid do school. I can't do that, you know? And it's like, Anyways, so I'm, pro that's probably what I'm going to do is pull them out of school. And who knows when or if they'll go back. I don't know. Um, I might find out that I really like homeschooling. I don't know what to expect with all that. Um, besides that, where my boyfriend made a run to the store this morning and waited in line for like an hour to get into HEB and then bought a bunch of stuff so that because he knows that I do not want to go I tried to go the other day um and the line was wrapped around the store and I literally like I just had a mental breakdown I just parked my car and I just my anxiety was in the front seat with me and I just had to just sit there for about 30 minutes and I couldn't I couldn't do anything and then I came home and I said I can't do that I can't I can't do it so he made that run for me, which I'm super grateful for, but I'm just, like you said, Caitlin, trying to like be really safe about food. I want, obviously I want everyone to be able to eat, you know, what they need, but I'm, I don't want anything to go to waste. And, um, I think we're all just having to think about things that we've never had to think about before. I've never had to be so careful about so many things at once. So. Uh, my mother-in-law is a teacher, and she said that the, maybe, I think it's the Abeka curriculum, they're offering for free right now or something. So that might be an, a homeschool option to look into because it would be an already ready curriculum that um, might be free. I'm, like she said, it was free. I wasn't sure if her school uses it, and then they were offering it through the school for free or what, but um, a lot of the homeschool options are starting to offer those things for free online. So you wouldn't even just have to, you wouldn't have to figure out the curriculum or anything, um, but it's an option and a resource. Thank you, I'll look into that. Um, tips on grocery shopping. So um, I haven't like ran into anything like, like lines or crazy stories yet. Uh, I went to HEB this weekend with my mom and I found like everything I needed except for toilet paper. <laughs> um, and, but I, I did kind of, I did cry in the grocery store and, and it wasn't like, there wasn't any pressure on me, but I think just seeing everyone out there trying to do their thing and like, um, I'm talking on the phone, please just wait. Yes, just wait. And when we finish talking, I'll get them for you. Um, just seeing everybody try to get their stuff and like supplies being really low made me just cry about the situation. Um, but I got a really good tip from a girlfriend of mine, which I didn't even think about. Uh, she was like, go to H Mart 
or Fiesta or Aldi, like those smaller grocery stores. And hells yeah, I went to H Mart, which is a Korean, I think it's Korean uh, grocery store. And I found freaking Hello Kitty toilet paper. And I was like, yes. <laughs> so that's what we're using on our butts right now. <laughs> so they have everything because those smaller ones and everyone's hitting up H-E-B or Kroger's or um, uh, Costco or Sam's or whatever. So try the smaller ones. I do feel lucky in that Barry has been making all of the grocery runs, staying on top of the lists. You know, we have like a one or two reusable bags full of food that's like next to the pantry. And that's like the stockpile we've been accumulating. Um, he was a chef for like 10 or 15 years. So he's been cooking meals and um, you know, we've been doing, the girls and I have been baking banana bread. I think we're on our third loaf this week and we've even given it away to some um, other friends who live in a different building. Um, our friend needed help babysitting a couple days ago. And this is somebody who Lily has already been going to school with. We've had sleepovers with her. We go to her house pretty frequently. So we kind of have like merged our family cells and we've hung out, we hung out the day before yesterday, but it was like for kind of a long period of time. And towards the end of it, Lily was getting um, like overstimulated and needed alone time while her friend was still here. And that was kind of like mm, something that we'd never experienced before that she was just like done and her friend was still here and it kind of like her mom was here too so we kind of just you know talked about it a little bit but um it's been kind of nice to have those other people to be able to connect with visit whatever um but she's asking for other friends now she's wanting to hang out with somebody else or go to somebody else's house or have them come here and it's the continual same conversation of why we can't. Um, but we're well fed. Um, I haven't really had any of those like anxieties or worries, um, mostly because I'm not the one going to the grocery store. Um, they have scheduled like the earliest part of the day for seniors to go to the grocery store um, so that they have the supplies that they need in the beginning of the day. Um, so I don't know if that's going to change the next trip. Like Barry went like maybe four or five days in a row and was buying food and buying food and buying food. And then we didn't have to go for several days. Um, so the next trip should be interesting to see what, um, how that goes for him. Mama D, how did your banana bread turn out? Really good. And it's still warm and um, gooey and there's chocolate in there. So it's delicious. 
we um we, I got like um went to my in-laws last night and had dinner came back home and there was like a little gift bag on our front porch and it said something like like add a little sunshine to your day or to your week right and it said love the O'Malley's and they had put in there like some toys for the kids some uh candy and chocolate which I stashed away um for myself because <laughs> my kids don't need that um uh, and they also put like an orange juice in there and two little mini like vodka things. So of course they straight away I knew they don't really know us that well because we don't drink. But um, I thought it was kind of funny that they put that in there. Um, and I was like, who are the O'Malley's? Like I just I was like, who is this? Like is this someone from AS class? Because we have a list of everyone's like names and numbers and addresses, which I didn't even know they gave out, but apparently they do. So I was like looking at her class. I was like, are there any O'Malley's in there? Because I know it's not any of our neighbors like next to us because we know them and they know us and they know we don't drink. And um, anyways, I finally figured it out. It's actually a teacher who lives like diagonally across the street from us. And so I was like, oh. Well, that basket uh, sounds a little bit better than the dirty laundry that I'm finding on my porch. So, <laughs> although granted, I did ask for the dirty laundry, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm not sure what we would do with parts of that either. And then like, did Mama D have to sanitize it before she brought it in? Like we've been selling hoops off of our porch um, to people who are just trying to keep busy or, you know, cause we're focused on food, fitness and connection and um Rowan's like you know sanitizing them before she goes out and then she's just like try this one you know like try this one and um but we're even sanitizing the stuff that we're passing back and forth to each other with our thieves and colloidal silver like we're so hippie over here so. well I think that um you know the anchors being like naps and food I think is great you know like Rowan and I, we have these big fancy planners, the Danielle Laporte, she put her core desire feelings on the front. So of course I had to cover it with my own. Um, but like we make a little list every day. We just kind of sit down and be like, okay, what do we need to accomplish today? And then what do we want to accomplish today? Um, yeah, like, and we tend to write 800 more things than is physically possible to do in a day. And so at the end of the day, we call it when the gate is closing. It's just like we're done. Like, um, then we kind of push it to tomorrow. And we can look at yesterday when we get up and be like, okay, what were the things I wanted to accomplish that I didn't? So we can keep working on that. Um, that's one thing about Rowan and I is that we're never really sitting around bored ever. Um, we have been watching some Golden Girls. So when the gate is closing, it's Golden Girls time. So um, thank you for being a friend, <laughs> dude. It's bad. It's bad. The other day, Doctor B was like, "Do you want to watch some TV? Do you want to watch Golden Girls?" The only thing you can say is yes. I'm like, okay, watching the Golden Girls. And one thing about our planners is that we've gone through with Daniel Laporte and figured out what are our core desired feelings, which means how do we want to feel. And then I write down shit every day that I that I want to do towards so I can feel how I want to feel. So. 
like that's helpful as far as organizing my day because I don't want to do nine million things that I have to do. I want to do things that help me feel how I want to feel. So I'll put a link to Daniel. I'll put stuff in here too. Oh, Tiffany, I haven't been bored since having children. Dude, that's the truth. It's always something to get into or run behind or whatever when you have kids. I think one of the things that we were thinking too when we were preparing for today's group is that like, how do we bring our body into homeostasis? You know, thinking about like Caitlin's eating less. Um, some of us need to eat less because we're probably doing some less. You know, if you guys are used to running around and chasing your kids, you know, up and down the freeway, you're not doing that right now, right? So clearly you Martha looked up freeway. She's like, why are you chasing your kid on a freeway? I'm just throwing shit out there. Um, see who's listening, but you may not burn as many calories, so you don't need as much food. Right. But we still need to feed our body. We still need to do some sort of movement. Um, and I'm not being like, you need to do fitness. I just need, we need to move our bodies. We tend to can, like, we could get very sedentary if we can't go outside because it's cold and rainy or whatever. Um, so I noticed a ton of people are like, we're YMCA members um, because we like our old lady water aerobics and they are doing free online classes. So I guess whoever's there actually working out, because all these places are closed, apparently they have an online thing that they were rolling out. And so they just expedited it. It probably looks like shit. I don't know. I haven't logged on. Um, but like, if you're a Y member, that's online. There's a ton of stuff on YouTube, like uh, yoga with Adrian. She's been online for free on YouTube for a hundred years, her and her dog. Um, Mama Strong, like a lot of people are members to Mama Strong. Um, we're NIA teachers, like retired NIA teachers, but we still do NIA and we're still in relationship with a lot of NIA practitioners and teachers. And I'm noticing they're doing like free Zoom classes. So we did a Zoom class with my friend in Dallas. Um, she was doing a, a, her verse Zoom. So that's always kind of like watching people clunk through. Um, and then having a lot of empathy and compassion for people clunking through in a time that we need to clunk, right? Um, so like a lot of people that we know are pushing out content that's free and available and even it, it could be low cost, like, but just getting it to the people, like we can't go to the why. So how does the why come to us if that's important to you? So like getting the body into homeostasis, we, we have to change our minds. The world is no longer the way it was. And so if we used to go and do these things, we might have to figure out how to bring the thing to us. Um, or like hula hooping in our yard. Like we like to go hula hooping every Sunday at Discovery Green, a giant park in Houston. So now we're just kind of doing it in our backyard or our living room. Um, we still do half-ass yoga every night at eight because um, the gate better be closed by eight for sure. Um, and we are working on increasing our ability to do the yoga. So sometimes I don't feel well. I'm off my meds right now because uh, it's an immunosuppressant and I'm terrified to take it because it will put my immune system in the shitter for two days. And I'm like, I know we're getting exposed and my body's just not picking it up because of the silver water. But I think if I take this medication, it will put me at severe risk. So my pain is going up. And so I like, I have to move my body. 
right? If I sit, it'll just get worse. So it's just like, okay, we have to do half-ass yoga. It needs to look a little less half-ass. So maybe like a quarter-ass, like, come on, we got to do things. So <laughs> we're really making ourselves do um, our yoga. And we do it through curvy yoga because um, Rowan buys us a subscription every January, um, which I'm super grateful for because curvy yoga is curvy yoga like they are prepared for women who might have a belly that they have to move out of the way or a thick ass thigh that can't like go over your head um so anyway just kind of wanted to throw that out or pregnancy right right um yeah last night we were talking about the teacher she's like she's like 30 weeks pregnant i was like what you know i'm just not used to looking at people's bodies like that um it's kind of none of my business what's below the neck but it's definitely rowan's business so um, just wanted to throw some ideas out there of what you guys are doing or want to do and maybe will do between now and the next time we see you for bringing your body into homeostasis, not just a drought, but like actually giving it nutrition and hydration and like uh, I think of the, the fibers in our body need to be hydrated and they can't hydrate. Like you can drink a lot, but it needs to move to absorb, right? So we got to move our body. So I did the yoga with Adrian thing last night. Actually, this is the first time I've ever seen her. Um, her dog is really cute. Uh, but she was doing something that actually gave me more anxiety <laughs> because I couldn't do it. Um, and it was like this like breathing technique she was doing kind of through her nostril and out and kind of using her ring finger and doing that back and forth. It was driving me nuts. Um, and I think it was because probably my nose is somewhat clogged up so I can't take those deep breaths and I was like I'm not getting like a whole breath like this like I need to stop and like sit up and do like deep breathing stomach breathing because I felt like I wasn't getting my full breaths and it was making my skin kind of crawl type of situation but uh, I do like her like she is she definitely kind of takes you into a different place if y'all haven't checked her out it's pretty nice you can close your eyes just listen to her and move, go through the movements Lastly, um, I guess I already told Dr. B, but I'm making masks. I'm starting to make masks. Um, so if anybody knows someone specific that needs one, um, let me know. Uh, I'll be using materials I have on hand. So no special fabric requests or anything. I'm trying not to go to the store. So I have lots of fabric. They'll be with ties. Um, I can do a few with elastic, with the elastic I have on hand. Um, but Otherwise, I'm going to just do tied mass. So if you need one, let me know. Or if you know a bunch of people, let me know. I wanted to say that there's a dude named DJ Nice who's been doing um, on his IG. And like his um, dance party is like, he'll go for like seven or 12 hours. 
and I saw on Saturday somebody's like, I gotta get off this dance party so I can get up in time to go to virtual church tomorrow. And that's part of a schedule, right? That you're going to virtual church, you're going to your virtual fitness, you're whatever. But um, putting that in for our own selves too, as we have our um, schedule and figuring stuff out. So I just put a link to DJ Nice. And uh, oh, that's good. And Dr. B put in uh, yoga with Adrian. And um, one thing I was thinking about, Bev, <clears throat> when you were saying, and also Caitlin, about using everything up, right? Or making sure, being judicious with our waste. Like that was something that I learned, um, you know, first of all, I was poor a lot when I was a kid and I was poor a lot as a young adult. And so um, these are, I think, are just kind of the skill sets that we develop then. And then um, sometimes it can be very jarring to go back to them. Like, does it feel the same, you know, isn't the same. So knowing that, um, things are changing, but that um, it doesn't have to be always a regression. It can be like reincorporating a skill that we used to have that we didn't use quite as much now, but we can use it again as we develop who we're going to be as we do this anonymous journey and walk through the other side. So one thing Dr. B and I talk about a lot is trying on things. And just because we try it on doesn't mean we have to keep it forever, right? One of my teachers is this kind of jerky guy named Sebastian Marshall. And he says, try 10 things. And if one thing lands, great. So with like our half-ass eight o'clock yoga, that was one thing we tried for like two years to get jamming. And so it's just right now starting to stick, right? Um, I tried that for a long time. And then there's other things that we've tried. I was like, oh, that fucking didn't work at all. Um, all right, bye Tiff. See you later, sweetheart. I'll put this up though so you can listen to it. But um, anyway, I just want to say, just because we're trying things on, and picking up stuff and, and reusing our skills doesn't mean we have to use them forever or they might be a fit and we might keep them. So for every 10 things we try or retry, if one sticks and helps our life be better and more of who we wanna be, that's okay. But we're not, it's not a complete backwards slide. It's just, these are just skills we can try again, use again, and we maybe even only use them for right now. They don't have to be forever. Nothing is forever. And like, you know, an AA, any good 12-stepper will know that um, it's just for right now. We, we say this a lot at our house. Um, Ram Dass was right. Be here, be here now. Be here now. Ram Dass was right. I'm just going to be here now. You know, another way that somebody used to say is don't borrow trouble. It'll be what it's going to be, but we're just going to be here now. So I think that's all I got, I guess, say. Well, it's 11.58 and 52 seconds on my clock on March 24, 2020. And we are definitely in the middle of um, burning down and rebuilding the world here, right? Not even just the United States, the world is being recreated. So um, if you guys have an idea of what you want to talk about next week that's different than this, um, I think it would be good to kind of go in and talk about what happened after we kind of had our rock talk today and see um, what landed and what didn't. Like, what did you try and what you were like, oh, fuck that, that's not going to work. And then, oh, yeah, this landed. Um, and so that way we can have the gift of that for each other. Um, because this is the most beautiful thing I've seen is that we've built this little city, right? Um, um, and it's thriving and growing and we keep showing up and we're here for each other. And I'm just in love with that. So I want to see you all next week. Um, I'm going to show up. I'm going to be there. <laughs>
I'm back for a little bit so that way we can all be together. Is it, because it, it is better when we're together. Well, I say we unmute and tell each other how much we love each other and we'll see each other next week. Love you guys. Yeah. Bye, ladies. Love Bye. You. I love Bye. each and every one. I hope you. you all have a good week. Yes. All right. And let's all try a bunch of stuff that doesn't work out. So we have lots of stuff to chat about. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Try it all. all right. Yeah. yeah. All right. I take it off. Bye. 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 Are you wanting to join in the conversation but keep missing us live? Then sign up for text reminders at www.preggers.rocks. That's www.preggers.rocks. And we'll see you Tuesday at 11 a.m. Central Time. Oh, thank you.